0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good all the time, and all the time, the Lord is good. I'm Adela we, I welcome you to Gap Media, the preaching of the undiluted Word of God. Today, we are going to part six of. Our study. The theme is still securing your wealth. Securing your wealth. Part six. And today we'll be looking at the spiritual problems of people who do not pay tight. The spiritual problems of people who do not bring back the ten percent the spiritual problems of tight defaulters shall we pray Heavenly Father we thank you because you are always the most righteous God the most holy God the one who is a blessing to all his children we thank you because through you we are blessed already always blessed and forever blessed We know that if you need money, you will not turn to us. But the reason why you ask us to give or bring the 10% back to you is because you want to bless us more. Jehovah, we pray that you open our eyes the more and everyone under the sound of my voice will be blessed today. At the end of this teaching, our lives will never be the same again. Spirit of the living God, I say over to you now, absolutely. In Jesus' name, amen. Over to you now, absolutely. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the essence of today's study is to let you know that your willingness to bring back the 10% is not ordinary, it has some spiritual undertones, it has some spiritual reasons why it is becoming very difficult for you to bring back toss the 10 percent to god i'll be considering 20 of those reasons 20 of those spiritual problems that you have for not bring back bringing back the ten percent. the number one of those problems is is that the people who do not bring back the 10 percent are this lawyer they are lawyer unto God. In John chapter 12, verse 45, John chapter 12, verse 45, then said one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, we should betray him. Why was not this ointment sold for 300 pence and give it to the poor? Can you imagine? That was Judas is kind of speaking here he's one of Jesus disciples because you can see his disloyalty here the woman brought anointment to anoint Jesus which has a spiritual uh, implication on the barrier of the Lord Jesus Christ but Judas did not see any reason to that he said this shouldn't be so he was seeing other reasons that's what happened to people who don't bring the ten percent as well. They don't see reasons why it should be giving back to God, but they see many reasons for their own self gain, for their own personal profit. So, they are disloyal. Number two, they are rebellious. Those who don't bring back the ten percent are rebellious. If you are part of them, it means you are disloyal, and number two, it means you are rebellious. In First Samuel chapter 15, for Samuel 15, verses 21 to 23, the Bible says, But the people took of the spoil, sheep, and oxen, the sheep of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto the Lord, thy God in Giga. Can you imagine this should be totally destroyed. And Samuel said. Had the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he also rejected thee from being king can you can you see the implication so no matter the reasons why you don't bring back the 10 percent is as a result of rebellious spirit in you just as we saw in the life of Saul here. number three spiritual problem is that they only obey section of the word of god that's your problem they only obey a section of the word of god that's why they don't bring back the ten percent. And number four, they are greedy. They are greedy hmm. My God, my God, my God. this greediness I will not allow them to come and give to God what belongs to him. It's greediness. I will not allow them to come and give what belong to god let me tell you a story of a greedy man a greedy man and an envious man a greedy man and an envious man in a particular land the king of the land decided to bless the people and unfortunately the first set of people that came were The greedy and the envious people so two men walked into the palace and the king said I want you to ask one of you should firstly ask what I should do unto him and so whatever the first man asks I'm going to give the double of it to the second man now don't forget this the nature of these two men that came into the palace one is greedy and the other is what an envious man greediness and envious and envy envy one is greedy the other is envious and so the the king asked them so the greedy man thought to himself i won't be the first person to ask <laughs> and the envious man said okay no problem you don't want to ask i will ask something from the king so the the envious man said king you said whatever i asked from you the double you will give to the second man he said yes oh, okay can you see how envy works the man said king remove one of my eyes remove one of my eyes and the king said ah is that what you want he said yes sir. remove one of my eyes by this time the greedy man knows not what to do again the king you know what it means i had to remove the eyes of the envious man and what does the king do to the greedy man He removed the eyes of the greedy man both highs the two highs of the greedy man was removed and that's how it, it works that was what so when you are greedy you are losing everything the 90 percent gone the 10 percent you are able to release it. You lose at both sides. And what does what does it be? What what do you become? Life turns you into a blind man. What you need to see, you will not be able to see. It, you try it. Opportunities are supposed to come your way. The blessings are supposed to come that will make you not to have enough room to contain. The the Lord will not open your spiritual eyes to see them, and the little you have gathered and struggled for, can you imagine? He says, devourer will come and devour them. So, it's a spiritual problem. Number five. Why people don't bring the 10% together? Because they are not spiritually sound. They are not spiritually sound. If they are not spiritually sound, you will know how to give to God. Spiritual. So, too, they are not spiritually sound. For they minded. Is dead. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's Romans chapter Romans chapter 8, verse 6. Romans 8, verse 6. For to be carnally minded is dead, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Number 6, spiritual presence. They are not matured, they are immature. They are immature. Hebrew 5 12 14. For when well, for the time yet ought to be teachers, here yeah, I have need that one teach you again, which be the first principle of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of meek and uh, not of strong meat. For everyone that you said meek is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Strong meat belonging to them that are of full age, even those who, by reasons of use, have their senses exercised, exercise to discern both good and evil. So the reason why you don't bring back the temples is because you are not matured. You are not matured. Number seven, they do not really believe in the Bible. Can you imagine? They don't believe in the Bible. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 to 8, and verse 12 says, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the day of provocation, in the day of temptation, in the wilderness. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. They do not really believe the Bible number eight spiritual problem is that they are backsliders they are backsliders Luke 16 13 says no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or yes he will hold to the one and despise the other we cannot serve God and mammon It's because mammon is their God mammon the god of money so they are backsliders they've considered money to be greater than god that's why the willingness to release the 10% is not there number nine they have little love for god that is the spiritual problems of people who complain of just 10% and as i said earlier on the New Testament gospel has gone beyond ten percent. It's now hundred percent, and you are still struggling with ten percent. You can't give all to God if you struggle with ten percent. You cannot graduate to the level of giving all to God. That's why God started by training you how to willingly, generously, cheerfully give your ten percent. You are struggling with that when other people are already receiving the New Testament grace of giving God the hundred percent. They can do it with everything. Cheerfully, liberally, without complaint, without grudging. So you are still far, far behind. It's a spiritual problem. It's because you don't love God. You don't love God. First Chronicle 29, verse 3. First Chronicles 29. Verse 3. Says, Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. Over. See the love of God. He gave over and above what he prepared. So the love of God can make you do it with anything. Really love God. Can do it with any amount. You know that God holds our thing. God gave it to you and so you don't struggle with him. The reason why you are still struggling with 10% is because you don't have the love of God. You are far, far behind. Number 10, they are ignorant. You don't bring the 10% is because you are ignorant. Acts chapter 3, verse 17. Acts 3 17. And now, brethren, I want that true ignorance ye did it and did also. Your rulers, through ignorance, because they are ignorant of the word of God. But look at Acts seventeen verse thirty. Acts seventeen verse thirty. And the time of this ignorance, God winked heart but now commanded all men everywhere to repent. God is commanding every man everywhere to repent, because He's going to overlook the time of ignorance. So it's time for you to be to repent. You have heard it. There's a spiritual problem. Then repent. Then God will overlook the time of your ignorance. Number 11. And spiritual spiritual because they are afraid of poverty. They are afraid of poverty. That's why they don't bring back the 10%. And you know, very, very clear that they ended up in poverty. They end up in poverty. Matthew 25, 25 says, And I was afraid and went. And he thy talent in the earth lo there thou as that is die he said he was afraid so he hid the talent this is a problem of people who don't pay tight they are afraid of poverty but the, the dangerous thing is that they ended up becoming what poor you what you are afraid now become what you live with what you are afraid become what be, what is permanently part of your life Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Another spiritual problem of those who don't bring back the tempest. They are offended and wants to pay to punish the pastor. Hmm. Is that not foolishness? <laughs> they are offended and in their own mind they said, if I don't bring back the tempest I'm going to deal with my pastor. I'm going to ensure that he doesn't have. You know, some of them look at this and say, oh, I have money, I am blessed, I am rich, so I'm going to deal with this man of God. He's he's, he's not wise enough. He's not wise enough. In that regard, he says he's going to deal with the pastor. The problem is you are not dealing with any pastor. You are not dealing with any man of God. You are forgotten that you are robbing God. This is theft towards God. This is stealing from God. Praise the name of the Lord. So you don't need to begin to look at this as if you are punishing the pastor. It's foolishness on your own side to think that when you don't bring back the 10%, the pastor is going to suffer for it. Your shepherd is going to suffer for it. No, you are harming yourself. It's not to him. You are not giving him. It's unto the Lord. You are bringing back to God what belongs to him. So rescue yourself from that spirit of ignorance. And that's his spiritual problem. Another reason why people... Don't bring back the 10% as part of the crucial problem is that they do not care whether the church exists or not. This is the truth. This is the reality. They don't care whether the church exists or not. They don't bother. They are less concerned. They don't care. The Bible says in Agai, Agai chapter 1, verse 9 to 10, Ye looked for much, and lo, it came to little. And when Ye brought it home, he didn't he, I did blow it upon it? Why said the Lord, because of my house that is waste, and here on every man of his own house, therefore the heaven over you is stayed from dew, and the heart is stayed from the fruits. Can you imagine the danger of not bringing back the 10% to God? It's a spiritual problem. Number 14, they do not care whether the pastors are paid or not, they do not care. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13 and 14, the Bible says, Do you not know that they which minister about holy things all of the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partaker with the altar. Even so how the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. They don't care whether the pastors are paid or not as he struggling with 10%, whereas some people are bringing 100% to God and because of the love they are for God and the love they are for the church the pastor, the shepherd hallelujah number 15 is that they have the spirit of procrastination they have the spirit of procrastination praise the name of the Lord the spirit of procrastination is working on them number 16 it has never become one of the habits of their lives it has never become one of the habits of their life it's not part of them in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7 to 8 to back up that number 15 the spirit of procrastination says wherefore as the holy ghost said today if you will hear his voice add they not talk, I not your hearts as in provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness praise the name of the lord so 16 it has never become one of the habits number 17 certain spiritual problems that they think it is an old testament law and doesn't apply to them but you see them they claim sounds and promises of the old testament but when it comes to money it's old testament when it come to bringing back the 10 percent as old testament it's a spiritual problem but you can go ahead to claim psalms you can go ahead to claim the promises of the old testament and you see them, you know, reading that one over and over again. But when it comes to the, the the principle that make the promise is to be established in their life, they say that one is all testament. My brothers and sisters, don't join the group of people who deceive themselves. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse one and two. It says, "Now concerning the collection of the saints." As I have given up order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him, that there be no gathering when I come. So, Apostle Paul talks about the giving of the first week. The first week it says, concerning the collection of the saints, all I have given. Up I've given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do you upon the first day of the week. The first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. That there be no guardian when I come. Now, first day of the week, lay in store as God has prospered you. Now, if God has provided with the grace of 10%, bring it. If God has prospered you and you have the grace of 100%, do what? Bring it. Just make sure there is something in store. And what is God saying about them? He said, There there be meat in my house, there may be food in my house. So is he saying the same thing that is given in the old testament, that is given in the new testament? is a practice that those who are spiritually mature, spiritually minded, will always do. Praise God. Number 18. They are suspicious and accusative. That's why. That's one of their spiritual problems, they're suspicious. You they begin to wonder if I drop this, if I break this 10%, or I give this 100% to God. Ah, who will spend the money? Pastor, okay, yes, they are already blessed. They are, oh, our pastor is stealing the church money, our pastor is in that. They are acquisitive. You don't need all those one. You need to understand that you're giving this unto the Lord in Second Chronicle 2020 as they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa, And as they went forth, Josephus stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye the inhabitants of Judah. Believe in the Lord your God, so ye shall be established. Believe in his prophets, and ye shall prosper. So when you bring it back, the tempest to, is to the law. You are believing in God. Now, whatever the shepherd does with that, leave it for God. They are answerable to him. But don't let their error makes you miss your own way. Your giving is unto the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Number 19, spiritual problems are they are lazy. They are lazy. The Bible says in Proverbs six fifteen. the slothful hided his hand in his bosom. <laughs> it grieved him to bring it again to his mouth. this They don't want to release anything. It's laziness. It is spiritual laziness when all you have is kept under you inside you nothing goes out of your pocket the world call it stinginess but spiritually it is called laziness Is a spiritual Is it? look at the prophet says this with him the slothful hided his hand anywhere in his bosom in his bosom it grieved him to bring it again to his mouth even for him to enjoy what he had labored for become very difficult He's hungry, unable to feed himself. Spiritual listeners. That is why, if you are in your local assembly, your local church, and you don't find it easy to return the 10%, you are spiritual. No matter you're, you're speaking a tongue, your spiritual gymnasium, or whatever you are doing spiritually, you are lazy. You're lazy. You need to let go because whatever goes out of your hand does not go out of your life. Whatever goes out of your hand is not out of your life. You are going to get it back. You are going to reap it back. In hundredfold. There is going to be an hundredfold return. The last point for today under the spiritual problems of of non-oftight defaulters is that they are forgetful and ungrateful. Forgetful and ungrateful, hmm. they are just like the sheep butler to Joseph in the Bible in Genesis 4023. Genesis 4023. Yet did not the sheep butler remember Joseph or forgot him. They are forgetful and ungrateful. What will 10% a month too. When you compare it to what God has done for you. Hey, For salary earners, it's just once in a month. For business people, some of them drop it weekly on weekly basis. Now, can you compare what you are bringing to the altar with what God has done for you? He will let us sleep, no slumber. The Lord will preserve your going in and your coming, your going out and your coming in. The Lord will set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He will raise his standard against his, your foes when they come in one way; he makes them to run in seven ways. What you can't compare what the Lord has done with what he is asking to bring back to him. So it's because you are easily forgetting. It's because you are having the problem of being ungrateful. Spiritual is a spiritual problem, and God is sending me to you today so you can receive your liberty and be free from all these problems. And I decree upon your life that from today, your spirit man is liberated. I cast out the spirit of greediness. I rebuke the spirit of rebellious, in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak against the spirit of disloyalty out of your life in the mighty name of jesus and i pray that from now grace to my come upon you your basley is healed in the name of jesus receive the love for god and stop complaining and i pray that the lord open your eyes from now you you are free from blindness spiritual blindness in the name of jesus and i pray that from today you are a blessing to your local church You are a blessing to your pastor. You are a blessing to everyone around you. And I pray that you love to make the work grow. The work of God grow in your hands and around you. Come upon you from today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to us. We are liberated from these spiritual problems. Because spiritually sound. Spiritually prepared. Spiritually ready to be a blessing to God and to His work. Thank you for hearing me, Holy Spirit. I appreciate my Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. I know you are blessed already and i know you are freed from these spiritual problems don't forget my name is still adela jadebayo the senior pastor of comfort shapu lagos nigeria for any inquiry testimonies prayer requests i would like you to you know follow me on facebook Apostle adela jadebayo, or better still call any of these numbers if you live in lagos you can also come and fellowship with us on sunday and enjoy the undiluted word of God. 0 is is Or 0 is 0 is I would like you to share this message with your friends. And at the end of it, also you can see message, you can message us. Send your prayer requests, send your testimonies, send as well any question that you have. Till I hear from you, I want to say keep on flourishing and remain rapturable. Jesus is Lord and there is no controversy. God bless you. Amen.